my Lanta. Oh, my Lanta. Hey there, Tanner fans. Angela Bowen here, the host of Oh My Lanta. Holy Chalupas, an unofficial Full House, Fuller House podcast. Well, today I'm going to be covering a birthday episode for one of the Full House, Fuller House cast members, Bob Saget. His birthday is May 17th. And the episode I've chosen to cover for Bob Saget, Danny Tanner, is from Season 5 of Full House, Episode 22, entitled The Trouble with Danny. This episode aired on March 17th, 1992. In this episode, Danny is overzealous about spring cleaning. Well, honestly, that description is putting it mildly because, yeah, he is definitely a cleaning machine. And... I mean, everyone's lived together for, well, this is like the fifth season. <laughs> they, they, they're, they're getting fed up. They can only take so much. And when Danny goes on a cleaning bender or a spring cleaning bender, it's just... <sighs> so I, I, I understand the family is definitely, like, we need to sit down and have a, we are really tired of... Danny's, it's like a support group for those that are irritated with Danny. And they gotta hash out all the things they're irritated about with Danny. So, of course, I always like to read the DVD case description. Because sometimes they can be better than the IMDb one. So, alright, let's see if uh, IMDb, uh, the DVD case is better. Who's the grubby guy trailing potato chip crumbs and drinking milk from the carton? Danny makes a 180 from his Mr. Clean image. I, hands out, I like this. This is a lot better than Danny is overzealous about spring cleaning. I mean, <laughs> this might be, IMDb's description might be like the beginning and then the DVD case is the this is what happens after Danny has his revelation on uh, the mountaintop with his um, his donkey or however you want to name Norman adorable donkey by the way oh, I'm so, on IMDb oh, look at this ad adorable Maybe it's not a donkey. There's another word for uh, donkey. I'm trying to think. Um, burrow is what I'm seeing here. Because when I put in mule, it showed me like half donkey, half horse. That's not what Norman looks like. Oh my gosh. When I type in mule, this donkey looks like Shorty <laughs> from season eight. You know, I bet if Shorty and Norman hung out, they would be besties. I, I, I swear it. I bet they would. What is this? Donkey adoption. Oh, they're so cute. You know what this one reminds me of? Donkey from Shrek. 
<laughs> but I'm guessing, hey, Quinny, I'm guessing that, is it Norman or is it Milton? No, Milton is the one that is in the last, very last episode of Full House. Or is it part one of Michelle Rides Again, where they're looking for Michelle and Joey's like, hey, can I borrow this little horse right here? And the guy's like, well, that's not a horse. <laughs> Greenhorn, that's a... <laughs> That's a burrow, and his name is Milton Burrow. <laughs> All right, this episode's got a 6.9 out of 10 based on 175 ratings. We got pretty much no guest stars except for Milton the, Milton the Burrow. Why do I keep calling him Milton? I think his name is Norman. <laughs> this episode was directed by Joel Zwick, writers Jeff Franklin, the creator, Ellen Gulas. The uh, writer and David Pollock also writing on this episode. All right, cool, cool. There's surprisingly no trivia for this episode. All right. <laughs> All right, let's see here. Let's see if we got any user reviews. No. No user reviews. Currently, it is raining. It feels like it's been raining for weeks and months on end. Very depressing. Quinn is actually looking out the hotel room window. Aren't you, girl? Yeah. <laughs> right, Quinny? Yes. All right. So... Of course, business up front, as always, I want to let you know, first off, there are many Full House and Fuller House podcasts out there. A lot of them, unfortunately, aren't age appropriate for, you know, parents to listen to with their kids around or, you know, family friendly. I wanted to be the alternative when it came to a Full House podcast that could be listened to by everybody, no matter what the age also, if you're new to the podcast, I do things a little differently. I don't go episode by episode, season by season. That's not how I wanted to do it. I wanted to do it differently. I wanted to do it by either character or, or by theme. I've had many, many different themes from back to school themes in September to holiday themes in October for Halloween, Christmas, Thanksgiving, so I've pretty much done all the holiday themes that I can possibly think of. I even did an episode of Fuller House for the 4th of July. Also, I've covered Jesse and Becky, A Love Story, their arc from when they first met to when they started dating, all the way up to them getting engaged and married. And then also when Becky found out that she was pregnant. And then again in January, I covered Jesse and Becky, the next chapter, New Parents, with them bringing Nikki and Alex, their twin boys, home from the hospital to their parenting uh, escapades. <laughs> also, I've done the Summer Fun series, which I believe I did in 2019, which was, that was just a lot of fun covering episodes that were kind of centered around the summertime when the kids aren't in school, like uh, Fuller House, I believe it was Summer Fun. <laughs> can't remember. Also, it's a dark and stormy night when the girls come back from Camp Lakota. Come fly with me. DJ comes back from Spain. 
Just, I've done a lot of different themes. I've also done, like this episode, I'll do birthday, you know, selected episodes for an actor or cast member from Full House or Fuller House. Kind of like a, I'm dedicating or honoring you with this episode that is mainly from the point of view of that actor playing that character. So, Also, just a heads up of what's to come up in the months ahead. So, June is going to be my 20th high school reunion. I won't be going, of course, but um, I just want to honor that. I thought, what better way to do that than covering Season three's Fraternity Reunion with Danny and Joey, One Last Kiss with Jesse and his 10-year high school reunion, and ending, of course, with Fuller House DJ and Kimmy's high school reunion episode. Where we do see Dwayne, Kimmy's boyfriend from season eight of Full House. And we also see Viper. And we see not Jason Marsden playing Nelson. We get Hale Sparks. Which, sad we couldn't get Jason Marsden, but Hale Sparks does a decent job. In July, I'm going to be covering three characters, you know, actors' birthdays. We'll have Andrea Barber. In the beginning of July, we'll also have, I know no one really is her biggest fan right now, Lori Laughlin. I'll be covering Leap of Faith for that one. I haven't decided as far as Kimmy, but more than likely that episode is going to be from Fuller House. Because there aren't really a whole lot of episodes in Full House that are centered around Kimmy. The only one I could think of that I already did was Birthday Blues. And, of course, Michael Campion, who plays Jackson Fuller on Fuller House. I will be covering... I believe Golden Toe Fuller, where he's on the football team. That will be in July. And then, still deciding what I want to do for August. I'm thinking adventures in babysitting. So we're going to see our very first night in season one of Full House. We're going to see, I'm going to also review three men and a ba- and another baby. And, of course, Misadventures in Babysitting. (laughs) Yeah, I'll be doing those for August. I will be covering for the Olsen Twins' birthday in June, Wrong Way Tanner from Season 7. In September, I'm going to cover Lessons Learned. So I'll be doing Nerd for a Day from Season 3, Stephanie Gets Framed in Season 4, A Fish Called Martin in Season 4, and... Season four's A Pinch for a Pinch. Then I'm thinking what I want to do in either October or November. I do want to finally start hitting up the Serious Episode series. Because I've been wanting to do that for quite a while. So I think we're going to shoot for that. Uh, with um, there's There are two separate series. The first one's going to be Just Say No Way, Shape Up, and The Volunteer. Series 2, which will be in 2022, is going to be Silence is Golden, Stephanie's Wild Ride, and Under the Influence. So after I review the episode, I mean, if you guys want, I can kind of go into other series of episodes that I do have planned coming in the future, most likely in 2022. But of course, one last thing. If you want to get your voice heard on the podcast, I would love to be able to hear from you. If you want to talk about your favorite Full House episode, your favorite Full House moments, characters, scenes, or 
even favorite characters from Fuller House, season, what season was your favorite season, what episode was your least favorite, best favorite, you can send an email to omhcfhfhpodcast at gmail.com. If you also want to send an audio clip of yourself, you can do that as well. Just remember this is a clean Full House, Fuller House podcast, just no swears, <laughs> basically no naughty talk. All right. Also, if you've been listening for a while, you love the podcast, you want to show your support, you know, I don't do Patreon. I like to give this content to you absolutely 100% free because I love the show so so much and I just love being able to share my Full House and Fuller House love with you all. The only thing I ask in return is a moment of your time. If you got a sec, just jump on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and... Type in Full House Podcast or Fuller House Podcast. The Oh My Lanta, Holy Chalupas Podcast will pop up. And just leave a review. You can use emojis, describe your favorite character. Somebody actually did that around uh, Christmas time last year. Or was it the year before? I can't remember. But it was pretty cool. So if you want to do that, you can do that. All five-star reviews that the podcast gets helps it get more noticed by other Full House and Fuller House fans like yourselves. So, all right, without further ado, also, where you can listen to the podcast, you can listen on iTunes, you can listen on Spot, you cannot listen on Spotify, I apologize. You can listen on SoundCloud. I believe you might be able to listen on Podbean. I haven't really fully branched out yet. I'm contemplating that. So, we'll see. So, all right, without further ado, let's jump into The Trouble with Danny. Of course, before we officially get into the episode, we get the adorable little nugget of the cold open. Now, sometimes the cold opens are just a little scene that really doesn't have much to do with the main part of the episode. In this case, that isn't the case. This pretty much is Danny in the kitchen with Michelle getting her set up like she's got like a little tool it's like a tool belt around her waist but instead of tools there's you know cleaning implements a squeegee just looks like something you use maybe even to clean a toilet like a little scrub thing it's adorable Danny, of course, he's got he's got the uh, cleaning man's cleaning belt. Mr. Clean's cleaning belt. He's got Lysol spray. He's got the uh, the spray bottle. He's got his own squeegee. He's got his own everything. Every anything you need to clean a house. He's even got two mop buckets with mops already in the buckets. Like he's he's ready to go. This is like. <laughs> Remember <laughs> in Goodbye Mr. Bear where Danny is doing spring cleaning then and he's saying how it may oh no DJ was like it may be spring cleaning to you stuff but to dad it's Christmas exactly a hundred percent so Danny tells Michelle a little secret here like Michelle let me let you in on a little secret see DJ and Stephanie never you're fully embraced their inner cleaning side, but you, you are the last one in my hopes of carrying the cleaning torch into the 21st century. So he's putting a lot on her shoulders, but I don't like 
good way, like, oh, DJ and Stephanie were never into this, but at least I have you, Michelle, to be able to follow in my footsteps. And she is so excited. I, she's matching his enthusiasm, like, <laughs> I can do it. He's like, I know you can. Now, what are we? And she says, we're the lean, mean cleaning machines. Oh, my goodness. And I get later on when DJ is like, and look at poor Michelle. Dad is turning her into a mini Danny Tanner, a mini Miss Mr. Clean. Of course, before he's, you know, before he call everyone else in and ruin their Saturday, let's practice your squeegee technique on this table here. Steven got a stance for this. He's like, all right, feet apart, shoulders level. <laughs> Great. Like, there's a stance to using this squeegee on this table. There's, <laughs> right, Quinny? That's right. Are you a lean, mean, cleaning cat? <laughs> if Quinn could roll her eyes at me, she would. She probably has. She's doing it right now, I'm sure. Right, girl? The way they just, like, choke up on the handle. Like, it's a squeegee thing. And I love how Danny takes his spray bottle out and kind of, like, turns it on his finger almost like you would, like, you know how with the toy guns and stuff, you, like, stick your finger in where the handle is and kind of twirl it around your finger. He's doing it like that. And then he's, like, spraying the table. He's like, all right, baby. You got this. <laughs> Look at her go. <laughs> and Danny's like, well, you're a natural. And <laughs> Michelle's like, well, I learned from the best. I am really happy that they dropped that with Max in the pilot episode of Fuller House. Because that we, one Danny Tanner is, is more than enough to go around in this world. We don't need multiple mini Dannys. <laughs> Let's see, we've got one, two, three, four, five mop buckets. So that must mean Becky, Jesse, Joey, DJ, and Steph all are going to be mopping some form of floor. Well, Danny's going to know. I mean, plus the twins are on a tight schedule, you know. Jesse and Becky can only do so much. Plus, they got their own, you know, place in the attic to take care of. Danny, we have infant children upstairs that we need to keep an eye on while they're they're napping and stuff. We can clean a little bit, but don't expect this to be a 24-hour thing that we're, we're not going to clear our entire schedule for Saturday. We have children we have to raise and feed and bathe and, you know, in a sleep schedule and all that. I think he's expecting a bit much. This should not be an all-day thing. You've got... Seven people. I mean, seven. That's including Michelle. Maybe eight if you can get Comet to use, I don't know, something. Like, you can do like Punky did with Brandon in the pilot episode of Punky Brewster and put, like, little mop thingies on. Little, like, um, what were those things, Quinn? Do you remember? They're like sponges. They put sponges on Brandon's feet. Remember that? You don't? Hmm. She's not a fan of dogs. I thought this cute, adorable cold open was just... It's honestly better than some shorter ones that are just... I mean, there are some cold opens that are quick and to the point. 
This one, you know, going along with the plot, I just, I think it is cute. I like Danny and Michelle scenes. Because it seems like we get more, I mean, of course, Jesse and Michelle, the ultimate duo, right? But we on occasion get these nice scenes of Michelle with her father. Oh, Michelle, look at you. Your very first cleaning belt. <laughs> Honey, it seems like only yesterday you could barely hold a handy wipe. And <laughs> now look at your sweetheart. You got your own squeegee. I'm really growing up. Yes, you are. You know, I'm going to tell you a little secret. DJ and Stephanie, they've never really fully appreciated the beauty of tidiness. But you, Michelle, you are the one that can carry the Tanner tradition of total cleanliness into the 21st century. I can do it. I know you can, because what are we? We're the lean, mean, clean machine. Let the spring cleaning begin. Oh, you know what? Before we call the others in, let's practice your squeegee technique on this table right here, okay? Okay, take out your squeegee. Now feet spread slightly apart. Shoulders level. Okay, choke up on the handle. Now keep your eye on the dirt at all times. Do it, baby. <laughs> Look at her go. You're a natural. I learned from the best. Yes, you do. So, yeah, we come out of the intro, and we're in the living room, and Becky is playing peekaboo with either Nikki or Alex. And at first, the baby just is smiling, but the more she keeps doing it, he's, like, getting confused. Like, I don't get it. I, I mean, it was cute the, f the first time you did it. It was funny. I laughed, but <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> I'm sure the other twin is looking like, oh gosh, no, I'm going to be subjected to this after him. <laughs> and Joey, of course, comes down the stairs. And Becky's like, where's mommy? And Joey's like, right behind your hands. What do you think I am, a dummy? <laughs> okay, so Nikki is the one on the floor and he's he's crawling. Good for him. He's, yeah, good for him. And these babies look to be, what, maybe four, five months old? Granted, honestly, the babies look the same as they did when they first brought them home from when we first saw them in the hospital. These babies are pretty much the same. Alex was the one that she was playing peekaboo with. See, this just seems to reinforce my whole thing about how that Jesse or Becky, Becky always seems to be involved with Alex whenever we see her more than Nikki, and then Nikki seems to be, you know, Jesse seems to be always, when we see them, more involved with Nikki than Alex. It just, part of me just feel, I mean, I'm sure they love their children equally, but it just feels like they tend to favor one, the twin they named, over the other one. And Becky is so excited, oh my gosh, Joey, my baby can crawl! And I love Joey's response as he says, Oh my gosh, Becky, your son is a walrus. And Joey's right. That is exactly walrus. I mean, I've never seen a walrus in real life. I've seen pictures. I've seen video. But never have I seen one in real life. I should add that to my bucket list. Becky's screaming up the stairs, Jess, come down here real quick. And she looks back at Nikki's like, oh, your dad is going to be so proud of you. And this is the, the scenario where <laughs> as soon as Jesse comes down, the baby does nothing. He's like a statue, like nothing. And Jesse's just like, what, 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 what I miss? What's going on? 
And it's like every time that Jesse turns around to go upstairs or turns his back, Nikki will, <laughs> like, inch a little further on his belly. <laughs> when Jesse's like, what, what? And Becky says, oh, you, you have to see what Nikki did. And Jesse points at her and says, it's your turn, turn to change him. No, not that. She, like, pushes Jesse over to the the living room area where Nikki is. Like, no, look, Nikki can crawl, Jess, check it out. And I love how the baby is just, like, looking over his shoulder at, well, probably either his mother or the baby wrangler. But it's just the, oh, someone's watching me, I, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to keep crawling. <laughs> And, and Jesse just looks at Nikki in disbelief and is like, well, wait a minute. Doesn't crawling kind of include some kind of, you know, movement? And Becky's like, well, Jess, I mean, before you got down, he, he was literally crawling up a storm. And even Joey's like, yeah, I mean, he was hauling tush, I'm telling you. Get the camera so we can videotape it. <laughs> that camera should have been down there. You don't know when you're going to miss something. Plus, I mean, those video cameras, the ones that, you know, got the the VHS tape in it, and then you got to set it up and make sure you got the date on there, the time, and maybe for, you know, some moment like this, like baby's first crawl or baby's first step. They're not, they're not at the walking stage yet. They'll get there. We won't get to see it because between season five and season six, the boys grow tremendously. They're played by different actors. So in the course of DJ's trip to Spain, which lasted like six to eight weeks, the babies grew to the point where there were toddlers and they went from being baldy babies with like miracle Grow next to no hair to flowing blonde locks that like reached the shoulders. I'm telling you, it's crazy. Eight weeks. A lot can happen in eight weeks. Babies can go from babies to toddlers in eight weeks. Babies can go from toddlers to five-year-olds in the course of one season. Look at growing pains, fresh prints, family ties, family matters. Am I missing anything? I'm sure I am. I'm sure I'll think of it later. This baby is not only crawling up a storm because as soon as Jesse walks away, Nikki is like, zoom! He is not only crawling up a storm, he is drooling up a storm as he is just leaving a puddle in his his wake of <laughs> foot and hand emotions. Blah, 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 like a big old river stream of <laughs> drool. <laughs> hey, where'd Nikki go? Just follow the trail of drool. You'll find him. It's almost like Nikki is just playing Jesse. Because as soon as Jesse walks away, Becky's like, Jess, quick, look! And Nikki just, again, looking over his shoulder like, oh, you're watching. Well, I'm going to stop now. It's almost like he's doing it despite his father. Like, I'm going to do it when you're looking at me. <laughs> Jesse is like, the kid's a potato. Oh, this is where Joey's like, Jess, I swear, he was really hauling, hauling tush. And Becky's like, yeah, honey, it's true. I mean, I guess he just doesn't do it when you're around. <laughs> Jesse's like, fine, I'll just sit here till he crawls. And the second his back is turned again when he goes to sit in a chair, Nikki's off and moving again for a split second. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't see why. Put the other baby next to, 
Nikki and watch him, let him watch his brother and he can pick it up. Why not have them both crawling at the same time? Isn't what one baby does, the other baby will follow and do exactly like them? I don't know. I don't know. I, I've never had twins before. I have no idea how this works. Ready? Baby's not Find impressed. Your hands. What am I? Dummy? <laughs> <laughs> Joey. Joey, look. Nikki's crawling. My baby can crawl. The baby's looking at the lights of the balloon. Yeah. Jess, Jess, come quick. Oh, your dad is going to be so proud of you. Is someone sleeping on that nook area? Because there's like two pillows there. No, Jess, Nikki can crawl. Look. Isn't uh, crawling involved some sort of movement? <laughs> well, I swear, honey, he was just crawling up a storm a minute ago. Go get the camera so we can videotape it. Jess, quick! Crawling up the storm. <laughs> He's looking at him like cut. It's a potato. Jess, I swear, he was really hauling tush. He really was. Yeah, it's true, honey. He just doesn't do it when you're around. Yeah, fine, I'll just sit here until he crawls. That's all. <gasps> Jess! What? <laughs> Nothing. So Michelle comes in all excited. Guess what day it is? And Joey just like glares at her over his shoulder. It's spring cleaning day. Ugh. I mean, it probably wouldn't be a, such a big deal if Danny didn't talk about cleaning all the time or they weren't. Because it just feels like. It's not just spring cleaning, like, oh, we just do this once a year. No, he probably has him doing this every single week, to some extent. And no one can join in Michelle's enthusiasm except Danny, because Danny is the one who is putting all this into her head. Like, it's the happiest day of the year! Oh, no, that's Christmas, sometimes. So, of course, Jesse gets up, like, alright, gang, let's just humor Danny and get this over with. And Michelle's all like, <laughs> let's squeegee like let's get start cleaning and joy just looks at jesse and like you know i used to like michelle but now she's just turning into a little mini danny and i can't stand it so now we're in the kitchen we got dj and stephanie coming down the stairs into the kitchen and they are just like well no one's about it except for michelle and danny like, they're all like, let's just get this over with. And DJ's like, oh, Dad, we gotta do this today of all days. And apparently, according to Steph, this is the first nice day we've had in weeks. I mean, I hear you there. I crave the sunshine. And it has been nothing but rain on and off what feels like forever. And... Danny's like, oh, you girls will get to go outside. One of your jobs is to clean and polish the mailbox. Polish the mailbox, everybody. What? Not to mention, isn't there... Well, wait a minute. Well, I remember... I thought that they had a little mail thing on the side of the house. But I remember in an episode from season three, I think it was Middle Age Crazy, that... Or even another episode where DJ references going to get the mail. So the way she makes it sound is like the mailbox is across the street. Like, there are some houses that have, like, all these mailboxes that are all just right next to each other. Instead of having it in front of your house, 
Yeah. But cleaning and polishing it, I mean, is it really that grody inside? And to, I mean, the, the mailbox is going to be hit by the elements of weather. It's like you do it once, you're going to end up keep doing it, or you do it once and it gets dirty and it's a moot point. And of course, we get one of Stephanie's catchphrases hot dog. So Jesse and Becky come in. I love how they're holding hands when they come in. I guess the twins are putting that little playpen in the living room. But <laughs> Jesse comes in like, all right, Danny, you're your own personal Christmas. What do you want us to do? And the thing is, with all of them helping, this should not be an all-day thing. You should be able to knock it out in, what, a couple hours, if that? And then you have the rest of the day to do what you want. I don't see going full bore hardcore on this house when you're hitting spots that haven't been hit. I mean, like I said, Danny is Mr. Clean. There's no way that house is not in tip-top shape, like, every single day. So there is no need to go this extreme on the house. But the way he, he makes it sound like it's an all-day event, which is, oh. I mean, I still, I honestly still think that Danny would not be like this if Pam were still alive. I really, really don't. And I don't think if he was like this, she would not put up with it. So he brings up, this could be the most exciting spring cleaning since 88. So I looked it up. Goodbye, Mr. Bear aired March 24th, 1989. So apparently something just as exciting as losing Mr. Bear happened in 1988. And apparently everything after 1988 and 1989, because when did this episode air? Air 92. So 1990 through 91, nothing eventful happened on any of these spring cleaning days. I think this would have been a great way to call back the Goodbye Mr. Bear episode because it was a spring cleaning day in that episode. And Joey remembers 1988 uh, day of spring cleaning clearly because he got to Simonize the rain gutters. What? Okay, so I looked up the word Simonize and it says to polish with or as if with wax. And Danny's like, hey, Jess, maybe this year you could Simonize the rain gutters. What do you think? And I love Jesse's response. My ship has come in. So Danny's got post-it notes with a specific job detail for each. It's tailored to each specific person. Oh, the job that's been selected for each person exhibits their strengths. Okay, I guess what they're good at or what he thinks they're abilities can handle and of course joey complains as he pulls off his post and it looks at it's like oh, man i got toilets again and jesse's like hey who knows them better than you right <laughs> think about how many toilets so we got the main bathroom i think danny's personal bathroom shower may have a toilet in it i'm not sure we also have well wait a minute at this point the basement is now a studio if i remember correctly so there's no bathroom down there. There's Jesse and Becky's, but 
I think Jesse and Becky should be responsible for their own place. I mean, that is their own personal space. But good grief. But then again, I mean, I'd be griping too. I mean, you're taking care of toilets that are being used on a daily basis by, like, seven or eight people. Seven people. I mean, the babies aren't potty trained. Otherwise, that would be nine. But, ugh. This is what irritates me. Michelle's like, what's my job, Daddy? And he's like, oh, honey, you get to be Daddy's special helper. And Michelle looks at DJ and Stephanie and just gloats. It's like she's grinning ear to ear like a Cheshire cat. Like, I'm Daddy's special helper. And, of course, we get another Stephanie catchphrase. Well, pin a rose on your nose. No, I don't think she needs to be Danny's special helper. There could be something that she could be doing. Whether it's helping the girls polish the mailbox or raking the leaves. I don't know what. Well, it's spring cleaning. I don't think there's leaves on the ground right now. Um, unless there's some left over from the fall. But there could be something. Have her help Joey with the toilets. But... Why should she be excluded? She's like five or six years old at this point. She's old enough to be doing something. Dust the banister. The parts that she can reach, I guess. Or, or the rungs on the banister or something. It's almost the way she's like, I'm daddy's special helper. It's almost like she's saying, I don't have to do anything. I get to just follow daddy around all day and bark orders. So Danny's like, all right, troops, dirt is the enemy. Now get out there and make me proud. And, of course, I think it's Joey is the one that does the sound off chant as they start walking away. Yeah, Danny's like, or Joey sings, grab your Brillo and your broom. <laughs> and everyone's like, grab your Brillo and your broom. They all pick up their mop buckets and mops. And as they're walking out, Joey's like, Danny is a Looney Tune. <laughs> That's what spring cleaning day. Ugh. The happiest day of the year. No, that's Christmas. Uh, Jesse and Becky have two babies they need to take care of, so. That's true. Don't worry, you guys are gonna get to go outside. One of your jobs is to polish and clean the mailbox. Oh come on, Danny! That's a bit much. Who's watching the babies right now? Well, this could be the most exciting spring cleaning since '88. Oh yeah, that was the year I got to Simonize the rain gutters. Isn't the year that Mr. Bear went missing? My ship has finally come in. Okay, everybody, it is time for the traditional handing out of the assignments. Okay? Each area of responsibility has been personally selected to reflect the strengths and abilities of each and every member of the cleaning crew. Oh, man, I got toilets again. Well, who knows them better than you, really? Nice. What's my job, Daddy? What's your job? You get to be Daddy's special helper. Oh, come on! You can give her something to do. No, she could be doing something. She's not going to just follow you around. We take no prisoners. Now get out there and make me proud. On your mark, get set, clean! Grab your brillo and your broom. Grab your brillo and your broom. Danny is a loony. 
Alright, let's move into the living room. Everyone's cleaning something. We got Jesse cleaning the fireplace, the logs inside of the fireplace. Becky's cleaning that little statue by the, that little man statue and the hat by the stairs. And Stephanie's going around with a feather duster, just like feather dusting the walls or something. DJ, of course, is on her back on the floor underneath the coffee table, chiseling off gum that Joey left on the coffee table. That is n underneath the coffee table. That's gross. Oh, and here comes Kimmy to laugh at everybody. <laughs> You're all spring cleaning. <sighs> but she does deliver a line that is very inaccurate, being the fact that she has lived next door to DJ for... The majority of, I mean, since DJ pretty much moved into that house, it feels like. So, Kimmy's got news. DJ, let's go. The football team, is it the football team? Yeah, the football team is having a car wash. And if we hurry, DJ, we can see them all in wet tank tops. I thought she was going to say, we can see them all shirtless. I'm like, okay, I'm down. <laughs> oh, it's the entire defensive line of the football team. Okay. And DJ tells Kimmy, Kimmy, I'm sorry, I can't go. We're spring cleaning as she chisels off a wad of Joey's gum and says, you know, Dad will be happy. Joey only stuck one wad of gum underneath the coffee table this year. Oh, wait a minute. No, Jesse just finished cleaning the fireplace. Now he looks at the list that he has. Clean the logs. What? he's like clean the logs and he he looks like he's like rolling his eyes and looking at what who who is this guy who is this guy i don't get this really i think we're going too far why are you gonna clean logs that you're gonna burn anyway so joey has cleaned every bathroom and toilet toilet in the house so they are spotless now if anyone needs to go if you got like rancid diarrhea Go to the Texaco station. I love how Kimmy states the obvious here. She's like, what's wrong with you people? How can you get this house any cleaner? It's already the cleanest house in America. Which I wouldn't doubt that. I wouldn't doubt that at all. And Jesse's like, you know, for the first time, Gibbler is actually making some sense here. And Kimmy's response, well, it had to happen sometime. <laughs> so here comes Michelle, fresh sponges, and Danny's right behind her. Get them while they're hot. Ugh. Everything was cool and copacetic until Michelle and Danny walked in and ruined their mood. I mean, they're already on the fritz of aggravation just due to Danny's state of mind. But now it's just like, well, look who... <laughs> Look who walked in and killed the nice mood we had going for like a hot second. It's almost like they walked in and my, my day just got 100% suckier. Ugh. Yeah, and I agree with Jesse as he's sitting there like, Danny, we don't need any sponges. All right, we all did our jobs, okay? The house is fine. We're out of here. And Danny's like, oh, no, no, no. I have to inspect your work. Ugh. 
It's almost like like you're at work and you're having a good time with your coworker. I, I mean, you're doing your work, and then all of a sudden, like your supervisor rolls around and it's just like, who let the fun out of the room? Who let the enjoyment out of the room? Oh, and everyone starts to go, and Danny's like, freeze. Are you telling me you cleaned this house in two hours? Danny, the house does not need any more cleaning. I can imagine that it even took them two hours to get all that garbage done. Seriously. And if I were that, I would have, I would have turned on him in a heartbeat. I would not, I would have like, we're doing this, we're hashing this out because this needs to be said. I like it, they do start to get really sniffy with him, which I think Danny needs it. He is going way overboard on this cleaning power trip. Of course, Michelle doesn't help with her, oh, please, like, no, if I were, like, 70 or Michelle, I'd be like, Michelle, shut up. You're not doing anything but following Dad around and giving out orders. You're not, ugh. Even Becky, who's by the stairs, like, Danny, we've been working here. Check the statue. He's like, okay, let me just get my trusty dust rag or whatever he calls it. So, yeah, he checks out the statue. He's like, oh, it's a little wax in his ear, but not my wax in his ear. It's a statue. Danny made of wood. There's no wax in his ear. <laughs> behind Danny's back when he's like, all right, let's move on. And you just see Becky throw up her hands in disgust. Like, <laughs> so he moves on to Jesse and the fireplace. Like, oh, it looks like, uh, so your job to clean the fireplace. Let me look at the logs here. Hmm. What do we have here? There's a little bit of soot. He's got his Mickey Mouse white glove on or his dinner serving Downton Abbey white glove on. There's a little bit of itty bitty soot. And he turns around to Jesse and says, hmm, what do we have here? And Michelle's like, also, she's like, like I said, she's a mini Danny right now. And she also, she repeats Danny, like, what do we have here? I'm like, oh. <clears throat> so, <laughs> okay, maybe this might be true. Kimmy says, well, we never clean in our house. We move in, trash a place for five years, and move out. So, in the, and this is season five. So, for all we know, maybe Kimmy did move in right around the time that DJ and her family moved into their house. That could be. Because when we're in the pilot episode, and DJ moved into the basement, and she's talking to Kimmy Gibbler, who supposedly had, like, umpteen sisters. She doesn't. But... She's talking to, telling the family, like, I'm talking to Kimmy Gibbler, as in she just started talking to her, just, or they recently became friends. But yeah, I mean, I, I can understand that. Yeah, maybe, you know, Kimmy and her family lived somewhere else before they, okay, I, I can buy that. I definitely can buy that now. Danny is not even touching the logs. He's touching, he's, like, taking this poker thing and, like, with the white glove, and he's, like, rubbing along up inside of the fireplace. There, that fireplace, there's only so much room in there, and this just gives me Gremlins vibes with, if you've seen Gremlins, the whole thing with the female character about her father dressing up like Santa and something happens, he tries to come down to the fireplace. Let's just say it doesn't end well. There's no reason anyone needs to be getting up into a, try to get up into a standing position or anything to try to clean on the inside 
of that fireplace. There is no reason. Because even Danny's using a white glove with a little poker thingy. And I honestly think, I mean, maybe once in a while given, you know, a cleaning or whatever. I don't own a fireplace. I don't want a fireplace. But you're going to be burning. You know, I don't know how often they make fires in that fireplace. The holidays, it seems like. So, yeah. It's just, Danny is overly picky. And it's just my griping of him. Just like, ugh. Yeah, Danny holds out the white glove with soot on him. Like, oh, what do we have here? Like, it's literally right in Jesse's face. And it doesn't help that Michelle's like, yes, what do we have here? Like, ugh, kid, shush. Go be obnoxious somewhere else. Oh, my God. Yeah, Jesse's like, look, man, it's just a little soot. Relax. And Danny just scoffs, like, just a little soot. You know, I've been making random inspections throughout the house, and I've discovered many things. Mold, mildew. All right, dude, if you got mold, dude, you need to do that stuff yourself. If you got mold, then your family's going to get sick. But I'm finding that hard to believe. Danny's been Mr. Clean since season two. How does he got mold and mildew in his house? You'd think if he's as Mr. Clean as he acts... He wouldn't have any of that stuff. They'd be basically doing a touch-up. There's no way in heck that they just do a big spring cleaning every year and get everything expected to be fine for a year. Fungus and soap scum. Oh, give me a break. So, yeah, now he's chastising like, oh, guys, you know, once a year, I ask you to roll up your sleeves and really do a good job on the house. And if you're not going to do 100%, then don't do the job at all. And finally, Joey's like, hey, why not not do the job at all? And they start to take off. And I, I can understand why they're getting PO'd. It's like, you asked us to do this. We've been doing this for two hours. We don't need to dedicate an entire 24 hours to this house. Yeah, and I mean, like, Danny, hey, man, look, if you want to clean the house, great. Do it yourself. We're going to do what we have in our own capability to do when it comes to cleaning. But don't expect top-notch, you know, professionalism. You want that? You go out and you hire someone and you bring an entire professional cleaning crew to get it done. We did something like that when we were getting ready to sell our house. Jeremy and I are not the biggest cleaners. We keep our homes as tidy as humanly possible. But when it's beyond our scope of cleaning, that's where we hire professionals like and we bring them in. I mean, but like I said, yeah, I just would rather have a professional hand doing that. Yeah, Joey's like, yeah, let's not do the job at all, because he's still got those yellow cleaning gloves on. And they go get up to walk away. He's like, oh, come on, I know you don't mean that. And they all like, and they sit down and listen to Danny's lecture. I know you all take pride in a clean house like I do. Danny, there's a difference between taking pride and having a clean house to come home to and being overzealous about it, which is what the description is. So he's like, hey, let's get out there really clean, okay? And afterwards, I got a big surprise for you. And Stephanie's like, you're taking us to Happy Mountain? He's like, well, uh, no, not not that. I actually (laughs) am putting shelf paper in your closets. 
what? 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 Who does this? I don't know anybody who's got shell. You know, now that I think about it, I, I think there was a shelf that did maybe have some shelf paper. And it was a pain in the butt when it came to, like, remove it. And, you know, you're doing up a room and everything. Well, I don't want this shelf paper here. Or even, like, in the cupboards. Like, the shelf paper. The cupboards for, like, glasses and whatnot. It's like, or plates. And it's just, like, that totally ruins the wood. Now, I'm not a professional carpenter by any means. But... You don't. In a closet. Who's going to see that? Nobody. Nobody is going to care. It's a closet. The only thing that's going to see it are your clothes. Yeah. He's like, no, honey, it's even better than that. I'm putting new shelf paper in all of your closets. And Michelle's like, yay! I love how Jesse and Becky just turn and literally glare in Michelle's direction. Like, you gotta be kidding me, kid. Michelle's like, what? <sighs> Mini Danny, everybody. Whew. Thank goodness they did not make Max like... I'm just happy they dropped that cleaning aspect right away after the pilot. Like, no, we are not doing this again. One clean Mr. Clean is enough in this family. The bloodline stops here. How did I get stuck waxing this guy? Hold on, Tanneritos. Hey, Kimmy. Come on, Deej. The football team's having a car wash. If we hurry, we can see the entire defensive line in wet tank tops. <laughs> Sorry, Kimmy, but we're doing spring cleaning. Hey, Dad will be happy. There's only one wad of Joey's gum under here this year. Alright, we'll finish with the fireplace, see what's next. Clean the logs? We got that. Well, there. Finish cleaning every toilet in the house. They're spotless. So, if you have to go to the bathroom, please go to the Texaco station. What's wrong with you people? How can you get this house any cleaner? It's already the cleanest house in America. First time, Gibbler actually is making some sense. Had to happen sometime. <laughs> Get them while they're hot. No, hey, we're we done. We need sponges, mm -hmm. all right? We did all our jobs. The house is clean. We're out of here. Yep. All right, see you later. <clears throat> Are you telling me you guys have cleaned this entire house in two hours? Oh, please. Shut up, Michelle. Danny, we've been working here. Check the statue. Okay, I'll do just that. Get my trusty rag out here. Okay. A little wax in his ear, but uh, not bad. Danny, okay, it's a statue. Stop. Jesse, I believe your job was to clean the fireplace. Special helper. Wipe it up, please. My pleasure. We never clean at my house. We move in, trash the place for five years, then move out. Okay, here we go. Just check in here. Huh. Well, what do we have here? Yes, what do we have here? Just a little soot. Just a little soot? Did you hear that, Michelle? I'm afraid I did. You know, I've been making random inspections of every room in the house, and so far I've found the following. Mold, mildew, fungus, soap scum, 
<gasps> Not soap scum. Yes, soap scum. Guys, come on. Once a year, I ask you all to roll up your sleeves and really do a job on this house. Now, if you're going to do a job, you got to give it 100%. Otherwise, let's not do a job at all. Hey, let's not do the job at all. I agree with Joey. Come on. I know you don't mean that. <laughs> yeah, right. You won't take as much pride in a clean house as I do. Now, let's get back out there and really clean. And when you're all done, i got a special surprise for you. You're taking us to Happy Mountain? Well, that would be a reward. That, honey. I'm putting new shelf paper in each and every one of your closets. <laughs> Snore. All right, now we get to the I'm irritated with Danny support group where DJ calls everyone into her room. Um, yeah, I just noticed that the closet door is ajar. No one else notices that, of course. Real quick, I'm looking on DJ's desk and I'm seeing what looks like it's a big... It almost looks like a phone book, but it's red and it's got large yellow font that looks like it says World Almanac. So DJ starts this off with, is it just me or is dad worse than ever this year? And Joey does defend him like, hey, look, there's nothing wrong with your dad wanting to be a little clean. And I love how... The look DJ gives him is like a half eye roll slash you're kidding me right now, aren't you? And even Stephanie, her look is like, come on, Joey. Tell us how you really feel. It's just us. No Michelle, no Danny. You can be honest. And Joey's like, all right, wanting to be very clean. And then we see Jesse level Joey with a stare like, come on, Joey. And then Joey's like, all right, he's a psycho with a dust mop. <laughs> and DJ said, you know, it's not just with the cleaning. I mean, I could handle if it were just that, but he's the only parent I know that packs a coaster in my lunch. Yeah. I can imagine the looks that she gets from, like, well, Kimmy is like, well, this is just her dad. Her dad's just like this. But other people are like, DJ, why do you have a coaster in your lunch? And I'm sure she's like, well, that's just my dad. He, heaven forbid that I ruin school property, you know, the lunch tables with a water stain. Stephanie starts in with like, yeah, what about all of his rules? There's this particular one about how many times you have to chew the food that's in your mouth before you're allowed to swallow it to prevent like choking. I mean, I understand. Good. Yeah. You want to make sure you chew enough. I... Before you swallow, so, you know, you don't choke. Each bite of food 24 times. That's Danny's rule. Wow. Do you know how long it would take through take you to get through a sandwich if you had to chew every single bite? Your jaw would be exhausted. Plus, I wouldn't be surprised if you find yourself getting fuller a lot faster. <laughs> Stephanie's like, yesterday I only did it 22 times, and let me tell you... It felt good. And even, Dan I mean, think about it. Becky not only has to see Danny at home, but she has to work with him. So she's like, well, your dad does like to pay attention to detail. Every detail on every subject in the universe. And Jesse is like, what drives you crazier? His stories or his rambles? And Joey sits down on DJ's bed and is like, 
What's the difference? <laughs> yeah, they're really garbage talking Danny right now, which they gotta let this out or they are going to explode at him. I'm surprised that they didn't do that downstairs. We're getting most likely pushed to the breaking point. Like, I need to walk away or I'm going to, I'm getting very heated right now. And if I don't walk away now, I am literally going to say something that you're going to want to kick me out of your house for. Because I, I... A person can only be pushed so far before they hit that breaking point. It's like, you you gotta, like, walk away, de-stress, or something. Because that's where you get heated enough to say words that you can't take back. Or words you probably would not say to a person if you weren't that angry. Because he's basically telling them their cleaning efforts, their two hours of cleaning, weren't worth anything to him. It didn't matter. Like, your best is not good enough for me. And that would be enough for me to throw up my hands like, you know what, forget it. I'm done. I'm done. Okay, here comes uh, Michelle. To, here you are. Did we forget today spring cleaning? And even DJ is like, and look what he's doing to Michelle. She used to be so cute and adorable. Yeah, she says, Dad turned our sweet, adorable Michelle into a junior neat freak. Yeah, it's like, one Danny around here is more than enough. And Jesse's like, Michelle, do you really care if the inside of the chimney is clean? And she's like, yes, I do. And so does Santa Claus. Well, tell you what, in December, you can go clean the chimney, Michelle. And you can make sure it's spotless for Santa Claus to come down. And Stephanie's like, look, she's totally brainwashed. And here Michelle comes along with, everything should be washed. Oh, boy. And then she turns around, she walks out, he's like, let's get busy. Everything should be washed. And DJ's like, oh, poor kid. She's really turning into dad. Yeah, and Becky starts in, like, yeah, pretty soon she's going to be rambling. And Stephanie adds, making up stupid rules. Joey says, making stupid schedules. And Jesse ends this with, yeah, the last thing we need around here is another Danny. Soon as Stephanie crosses the threshold of DJ's room into the hallway and they all head downstairs, that's when Danny opens and you're surprised that Danny, I mean, I'm not, I mean, I saw the door to the closet was, you know, partially, you know, a crack of it open because he's in there. And of course, of course, the audience is like, "Oh, Danny's crestfallen face. I'm like, Danny, I hate to say this. Dude, you brought this on yourself, man. You pushed them and pushed them and pushed them to the point where they had to take a session and vent. He goes over, sits on the edge of DJ's bed and tosses down the wallpaper shelf paper for her shelf. <sighs> You're not even going to be able to see that shelf paper if you're just lining the shelf. Unless you're on, like, a, a step stool and you're, like, organizing something up there. Like, oh, yeah, that's the shelf paper that Dad put in. Eh, okay. Start putting stuff up there to cover. <laughs> yeah, when you get stuff on that shelf, you're not even going to see the shelf paper. So it just, it seems like it's a, it's a moot point. Because you're not covering the wall behind... You know, above the shelf. They don't call it... I mean, that's what wallpaper is. It's shelf paper. It goes on a shelf. The most useless type of paper in the world. 
See, even Quinnell agrees with me. <laughs> or she is getting me to, like, stop asking her questions. Like, I'm clearly not interested. You know, I always wondered this picture that's got a uh, ocean sunset and then it's uh, that's hanging just to the right of DJ's bed on the wall. It's I and I I've said it before. I really I love this lavenderish lilac aesthetic that she has in her room. The, these colors, it's like peach and lilac. And this poster, this framed poster, is no different. It's rimmed in, a, like, a purple-ish border, purple-blue border. And then it's got a picture of a sunset in the ocean. And then you see, like, a, a whale's tail. I don't know whether it's a humpback whale. But for the longest time, like, I kept trying, like, what is that quote underneath? And we finally see it clear enough that I can read it. It says, we cannot live for ourselves alone and I'm like looking up the quote like what is that quote by Henry Melville so didn't he do Moby Dick right he wrote Moby Dick the book the book like there's any other okay Henry Melville um maybe that's not how you okay Moby Dick my fingers. Dick. Herman Melville. I'm sorry. Wait a minute. I don't know. Anyway, let's move on. Okay. I, I At least I found the quote. That's great. So, I mean, because I've been curious what it is. So. Is it just me or is dad worse than ever this year? <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with your dad wanting to be a little clean. Come on, Joey. I'm wanting to be very clean. All right, he's a psycho with a dust mop. It's not just the cleaning. He gets so carried away. He's the only parent who packs a coaster in your lunch. What about all his rules? Does it really matter if you chew each bite of food 24 times? Yesterday, I only did it 22. And let me tell you, it felt good. Well, your dad does like to pay attention to detail. Every detail, on every subject, in the universe. Mm. What drives you crazy? Is his stories or his rambles? What's the difference? Here you are. Did we forget today that it was spring cleaning? That's another thing. He turned our sweet little Michelle into a junior neat freak. Michelle, do you really care if the inside of the chimney is clean? Yes, I do, and so does Santa Claus. <laughs> She's totally brainwashed. Everything should be washed. Now let's get busy. Poor kid. She's really turning into dad. Yeah, before you know it, she's going to start rambling. Making up crazy rules. Making stupid schedules. The last thing we need around here is another Danny. Yeah. <laughs> Don't awe at him. He did kind of bring that on himself. So everyone's finishing up in the kitchen as Stephanie comes down and alerts them that Dad is coming down. And Michelle is like, all right, line up for inspections. She always like, do we line up by size alphabetically or by age? 
<laughs> and Jesse's like, IQ, Joey, you're at the end of the line. <laughs> and Becky's telling him, all right, everybody, stand up straight and look clean. And here comes Danny. He's got a jacket. It looks like he's going somewhere. And Joey says, ready for inspection, your, <laughs> your royal prince of tidiness. Everyone turns to face Danny like they're in the military or something. And Michelle hands Danny his white glove. And you can probably tell, like, Danny does seem off. He's not overly jovial or excited. You think, like, all right, let's get this, let's uh, get this uh, inspection on the road. Let's, let's do this. Nope. He's like, honey, there's not going to be an inspection, all right? Yeah, and the way that Danny's like, honey, I'm not going to be needing that. There's, um, there's not going to be an inspection. He just, he seems so crestfallen. It's like, I'm surprised he didn't get choked up on that line. And, of course, DJ's like, well, wait a minute, Dad. We just cleaned for four hours. You're telling me now there's not going to be an inspection? So, Danny, you know, does say, you know, thank you for that. Um, look, I'm going to go take a drive up to the mountains and kind of, uh, Think about some things, so. So I'll be back later, and you guys have a nice day, and he walks out. So immediately the family is like, something's off here. Da Danny's attitude, pers his attitude just did a complete, three you know, 360. Like, wait, what? What? They're really, what happened that he just looks like the picture of a broken man? Danny Tanner, picture of a broken spirit. They broke his spirit. They don't know that. They don't know that he was in that closet when they were uh, hashing out their uh, frustrations about Danny and his cleanliness. That's gonna go. Lay off for inspection. <laughs> by size, alphabetically, or by age. IQ, Joey, you're in the line. <laughs> okay, everybody stand up straight and look clean. <clears throat> Ready for inspection, oh Prince of Tidiness. Here's your white glove. Uh, I won't be needing that, honey. There's not going to be any inspection. No inspection? Dad, we just cleaned for four hours. Thanks, but uh, look, I'm going to take a little drive up to the mountains and just do some thinking, okay? So I'll be back later. You guys just have a nice day. So, yeah, we head out to the mountains, and we see <laughs> Danny riding Norman. Yeah, Danny is riding Norman the, the burrow, and Danny says, Oh, yeah, the guy at the rent-a-burrow place was right. I definitely was right with going with the mid <laughs> the midsize. He's like, yeah, I'm glad I sprang for the midsize. And it's him riding this burrow with... A um a, a blanket, of course, over the bur uh, Norman's back. So <laughs> yeah, and of course, as soon as da da Danny's like, "All right, keep going, Norman. All right, you made it, buddy." And he gets off of Norman, and of course, just like if you're on a horse, you haven't been on one in a while, you're gonna be bow-legged when you get off. Like. Ugh. <laughs> And Danny's like, oh, this is great. I'm going to start riding a burrow to work every day. And Norman looks a little nervous. He starts to back away like, wait, what? <laughs> so, of course, this view that we have doesn't even look real. It looks like they're holding up, like, a postcard of 
a view of like the mountains and the valley below. <laughs> Danny is taking Norman by his uh his halter and he's like, Come over here, Norman. And Norman is just like, No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> and Danny's like, Okay, that that's fine. Right there's fine. <laughs> the donkey doesn't want to cooperate with Danny. Like uh, I I got you up this this mountain here, but I'm not gonna interact with you. <laughs> so Danny sits on the ground and he's rehashing what happened, you know, to to Norman, just saying you should have been in that closet with me, Norman. I mean, it was you know the people I love most were just calling me a compulsive, you know, neat freak and all this stuff. So yeah, Danny is really. He's hashing stuff out, telling Norman, who Norman could care less, about uh, Danny's uh, cleaning issues and where they started. Apparently, on his fifth birthday, his mom bought him a set of vacuum cleaner attachments. So, okay, so this is something that clearly goes back all the way to his mother. Wow. And Danny reminisces how, oh, she used to call me her special little helper. And then it dawns on him... He's calling Michelle that. And it's like, oh no, the vicious cycle continues. So <laughs> Danny is like freaking out thinking, oh, Michelle is, because he's doing the same thing that his mother did to him. He's doing to Michelle. And Danny's afraid Michelle's going to grow up and write one of those tell-all books. Like, instead of Mommy Dearest, it's Daddy Cleanest. So Danny gets up and he figures, I gotta make some changes in my life. And he's like, hey Norman, thanks for listening to me. I bet you get a lot of guys that come up here and just want to just have you be a listening ear to their problems. Hey, if you're ever in San Francisco, Norman, look me up and we will split a, we'll have a cappuccino together. So Danny goes on and on about the view and nature and how beautiful it is and how, gosh, it's so dirty. And then he's going on, look at this mountain, Norman. It's just one big pile of dirt. Well, Danny, you know, you are outside. And Danny's like, and do you animals care if the forest is vacuumed? Norman, I saw what you did on that trail back there. And we just cut to Norman's face like, oh, poor guy. Stop, stop shaming poor Norman, my goodness. He didn't ask for you to bring him up here and... Shame him for going to the bathroom the only way he knows how out in the open as he's walking. The whole world is Norman's bathroom. The outdoors is Norman's bathroom. Danny decides today that there's going to be a new Danny Tanner. One that everyone wants to be around and everyone likes. He's saying, I'm going to, you know, natural and spontaneous and carefree. The birth of a new man. And then he starts going, what? you know the Tarzan thing and then he's trying to get Norman in on it <laughs> it's cute oh my goodness I'm sure Norman is like oh this guy usually people I bring up here aren't like this they don't ask me to uh, join in with them or interact with them I'm just basically a furry car boy, Norman you're doing great at the Renneboro place was right. I'm glad I sprang for the midsize. All right. Keep going. All right. You made it. Good boy. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, this feels great. I'm going to start riding a burrow to work every day. Oh, man. Look at that. Come here, Norman. 
there's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've had a lot of time to think today. Oh, man, what an eye opener. You should have been in that closet with me. People I love most in the world think I'm nothing but a compulsive, neurotic, rambling jackass. No offense. <laughs> How did I get so messed up? I guess it goes back to my mom. On my fifth birthday, she gave me my own set of vacuum cleaner attachments. <sighs> she used to call me her special helper. <laughs> oh, my God. That's exactly what I'm doing to Michelle. She's, she's probably going to grow up and write one of those tell-all books, Daddy Cleanest. <laughs> I, I got to make some changes in my life. Norman, thanks for listening to me, buddy. I guess you get a lot of guys that come up here just to talk, huh? Hey, if you're ever in San Francisco, drop by for some cappuccino, okay? <sighs> Isn't this view amazing? Oh, man. Nature is just so beautiful. <sighs> so, so natural. And yet, so dirty. <laughs> Look at this. There's dirt everywhere. Look at this mountain, Norman. It's just one big pile of dirt. But do you animals care if the forest isn't vacuumed? I saw what you did on the trail back there, Norman. <laughs> For you guys, nature is just one big restroom, isn't it? Pretty much. You know what? From now on, there's going to be a new Danny Tanner. Somebody who everybody likes and they want to be around. Norman, it's the dawn of a new man. Yeah, natural, spontaneous, carefree, primitive. Oh! Join me, Norman. Join me. Oh! Come on, Norman. Chime in, baby. Oh! All right, so we're back at the house now, and Jesse is on the floor with Nikki and Alex. He's trying to get them both to crawl. So, yeah, he's like, hey, boys, you want to race? Come on, let's do that. And he starts, and here comes Joey with a bag of potato chips. <laughs> I love Becky. She's like, oh, look, Joey just learned how to crawl. <laughs> and Joey's like, oh, what a good boy. And Jesse gets up to a standing position. He's like, hey, look, I just want to see my kids crawl. Is that too much to ask from their father? <laughs> And Becky's like, Jess, look! And we see the boys both are crawling. Aww. It's a step in the right direction. And Jesse is so excited. Like, oh, my boys, you're crawling. You're not just lumps of potatoes anymore. They're like little slinkies. So, yeah, it looks like more than likely they're going to have to start baby-proofing the house a little more. Now that the kids are getting more mobile. Yeah, they'll get the little gates up that they used for Michelle in season one and two. So Becky and Jesse are like, all right, come on, boys. Well, you know, they put him in the playpen. It's like, yeah, now we got to get the baby gates out because the babies are mobile now. It's nice, you know, we get to see the little milestones and stuff. We won't be able to see them walk, I don't believe. So, I, I mean, unless they're walking where their hands are, you know, grasping either Jesse or Becky's hands and they're like taking steps but I don't know if we saw that in season 5 I think we skipped way over that and just get to their toddler stage in season 6 
boys. Come on, crawl for your daddy, okay? Come on, see, it's very simple. It's your right hand, left knee, left hand, right knee. Very simple. Let's take off. You guys want to race? All right, here we go. On your marks. Get set, and we out of here. Let's go, boys. Okay, boys. Come on. Kip. Look, Joy. Just learned to crawl. <laughs> oh, what a good boy. I just want to see my kids crawl. Is it too much to ask for a father? Jess, look! What? Oh, they're actually crawling with him walking them. That one's really all about They're looking go. All right, boys, they're not just uh, lumps of potatoes anymore. They're, they're, they're actually like little slinkies. Well, now we're going to have to baby-proof the house. That's all right, we'll dig the little gates out. Good going, boys. All right. Yeah, you guys do some laps around the playpen so I make this place safe for you. So DJ and Stephanie come from upstairs and alert Jesse, Becky, and Joey that Danny just pulled up. So, yeah. They are definitely in for a shock at this new and very different version of Danny. So Danny comes in. His jacket is completely covered in just dust and everything. And, you know, he went... You know, he tells them he went out, you know, on the on the mountain in the he was out in the wilderness and everything. Because everyone goes up to hug him and immediately they get like within a foot of him and they back away like whoa. And Stephanie's like, Dad, someone has to say it. You don't smell good. And Danny's like, Well, honey, I smell like nature, you know, like the woods and the trees and everything and the mountains. And I'm like, Danny. A person can walk into the woods, even go in the mountains, and even rent a burrow and ride it and not come home looking like they just went mud wrestling with a burrow. I mean, my goodness. He, he literally does look like he just laid on the ground and just like you'd be rolling down a grass hill, but instead it's the side of a mountain or the ground and he's like oh, I'm gonna take a bath in my clothes and the on the ground and get as dirty basically yeah it's like I'm gonna get as dirty and stinky as I can and come home and just shock the heck out of my family. And <laughs> we're gonna get this again as Joey says, Yeah you smell like a donkey to me. Whew. And Joey's like, Yeah but you know it's just it's great to have you back and he pats Danny on the back in a cloud of dust. He makes me think of that Peanuts character, Pigpen, that's just swirling in, in, in a cloud of dust. And Danny's like, oh, his carefree attitude is really very, it's unusual for this family who's known Danny as Mr. Clean. Because he takes his jacket off and says, oh, don't worry about it. And he flings it in the corner and beside the door and the the wall. And everyone is, like, looking at like, what? And Becky's the one that says, Danny, aren't you going to pick that up and, you know, hang it? Uh, I would not be hanging that near any, because there's another jacket there. Like, that needs to go in the wash along with the rest of his clothes. Because that is... You put that up on that hanger by that those other jackets. Those jackets are going to stink. Yeah, and Becky's like, well, Danny, aren't you going to pick that up? And he's like, yeah, the next time I go out. <laughs> yeah, Danny tells the family that he has changed up his priorities. And he's no longer like, say, say goodbye to Captain Clean because uh, I'm going to live my life 
natural. And of course, she always like, oh, so you're going to walk around naked all the time. <laughs> no, not all natural. <laughs> natural, as in he's not really going to give a big hoot about. I mean, it's one thing to not be over clean. But it's another thing to be, you know, walking and start, like, messing stuff up. Like, I'm going to throw my coat on the floor. I mean, I got one, two, three, four, I think, like, five pairs of shoes in this hotel room right now. And they're all here, there, and everywhere. Out of the two of us, out of Jeremy and I, I definitely am the messiest. I know even, you know, as a kid, I was like that. You think eventually as you get older, those habits would change, even especially if you get married, but apparently not. So Danny eyes the bag of potato chips Joey's hand holding. And he's like, oh, potato chips. I'm starving. Takes the bag from Joey, starts walking away with it, grabs a handful of mostly crumbs and just shoves them in his mouth as... The potato chips that didn't make it into his mouth are just, he's, and he's going, walking into the kitchen, so you're seeing, like, a trail of potato chip crumbs on the floor. So, I'm, I'm like, angry, like, we spent four hours cleaning this house for you, and now you're messing it up? I don't think so, sir. Stephanie's like, who the heck is that guy? Yeah, it's like that episode of uh, Double Trouble when Jesse and Becky find out they're having twins, and then Jesse has an episode where he is seeing double with Joey and Danny. And, the, it, yeah, it's like Danny's evil twin Manny with the unbuttoned shirt and uh, five o'clock shit. It's almost like this version of Danny. So if you thought the potato chips and the jacket on the floor were weird, watch Danny as he chugs straight from the... And the thing is, this is a family of seven people. And they have a carton of milk. Never a jug, a carton of milk. There should, I can only imagine, there's got to be at least like three other unopened things of milk. Because I can imagine that family goes through a lot of milk. And I gotta say, I do like how Stephanie's socks, they're kind of like a orangish color they match her she's wearing a red shirt but the collar and the sleeves are lined in orange and i like how her orange socks match that i, I think that's really cool and plus she's wearing black shoes that match her black shorts and danny of course he waited until everyone was in the doorway to the kitchen he's like oh a man works up a powerful powerful thirst riding a burrow and starts chugging from the milk carton and they're like dad what are you doing and dj's like yeah you always said that drinking from the carton was illegal of course danny's like hey look the new law is <laughs> it's cool <laughs> i don't care if you i'm surprised he didn't say hey if it feels good do it and jesse's like danny were you kidnapped by the grateful dead Okay, yeah, the Grateful Dead, they're the ones where I see, like, the t-shirts with the multicolored rainbow bears with the, uh, the creepy smiles. So here comes Kimmy. It's clearly, yes, it's the same day she's wearing the exact same thing. It's the red and blue plaid. This dress, I'm looking at this dress that Kimmy is wearing. It looks visibly 
uncomfortable to me because it looks like it is so tight that it's almost cutting off circulation to, you know, her arms and her, it just, it looks uncomfortable and tight. There's not a real, enough room for her body to be able to breathe while wearing it. And Kimmy comes in, she's like, hey, who's the tall, dirty guy? And even Kimmy takes a whiff, like, who smells like a donkey? Ooh. Oh, Danny using Kimmy's slang. Hola, Giblerito. <laughs> you know, he comes in, she's like, hola, Tanneritos. <laughs> so he's using her slang at her. And even Kimmy's surprised, like, is that the real you? And Jesse's like, oh, I got this. We'll find out if it's the real him. So he pulls out Hershey's syrup in the squeeze bottle and puts a little circular dab on the outside of the refrigerator. And Jesse says as he's doing this, the old Danny Tanner would not tolerate a glob of chocolate on his nice clean refrigerator. And Jesse looks at Danny for his reaction, like, hey, what do you say to that? And Danny goes over to there, looks at it, inspects the chocolate dot, says, it's cool, <laughs> it's fine, doesn't bother me at all. So Jesse, or Joey, gets on the action, like, okay, so that's all fine and good. Let's say somebody a little, you know more immature than the two of you, comes over and turns that little dot into a, a smiley face as he draws a circle and then a smiley face inside of it. <laughs> Here comes Michelle. I don't know what she's been doing this whole time. She, she runs down like, Danny, do something. Joey's making a mess. Danny's like, <laughs> he's like, oh yeah, I'll do something. I'll add some hair up here. And he does little uh, squiggles along the top of the, the face. It's cute. Actually, instead of hair, it looks more like a little crown on this uh, chocolate smiley face. So Kimmy's like, all right, 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 okay. I'll find out if this is for real. So she goes, puts both hands on the refrigerator, covering the smiley face, moves her hands around, so now it's just a big, giant chocolate smudge taking up the top half of the refrigerator door on the right side. So she takes her hands that are now covered in chocolate, Touches the counters, touches the cupboards, goes over to Danny and just puts her hands right on his chest and just starts like, then you see these big chocolate handprints <laughs> on his shirt. And she, she looked at Danny like expecting him to be angry. And that's probably how he would normally act with her. Like, all right, Mr. T, have a cow and throw my rear end out of here. But instead, to her surprise, no, he leans down, puts his head on top of her head, puts an arm around her shoulders, like, ah, oh, Kim, because he, he kind of pulls her in for a side hug. It's like, ah, oh, I love your hijinks. And she's just like, okay, this is too weird. And Michelle is just like, Daddy, you're scaring me. And Danny's like, oh, honey, don't worry. Your dad's just a fun-loving guy, not some psycho with a dust mop. Oh, that's good. That, yeah. Red flag right there, red flag. Like, hmm, that name, word, psycho with a dust mop. Where have we heard that before? The family all look at each other like, okay. So Danny's like, hey, everybody, how about we have some ice cream? And Michelle's like, well, we're not going to have any, like, bowls or spoons. And Danny's like, no, we're going to eat this right out of the carton. And I'm just looking at it like, well, no, that's been in the freezer. You're not going to be able to tap that with a spoon or even an ice cream scoop. That's got to sit probably, you know, on the counter for, I'd say, a good 10, 15, 20 minutes. 
that's going to soften for you to be able, otherwise you're going to be jabbing at it with a spoon like an ice pick in a, in a block of ice. No, it's got to settle. It's got to sit before you can enjoy it. We see um, Kimmy, actually, the actress Andrea Barber, she had gotten some paper towel because remember, her hands are covered in chocolate sauce. She's probably like, I gotta get this off my hands. Yeah, that stuff was already softened up because he pulls, that's, I think it's like mint chocolate chip. See, no, honey, we're going to eat this right out of the carton. He pulls a giant spoonful, enough for two spoonfuls, and just starts eating it. And I'm like, ah. Uh, to me, I don't know. It just, I mean, if you're eating it with family, but even still, it's like, no, I want mine separate from someone else's. I don't want to be, this isn't, <laughs> like... Sharing a soda with a with a, a family, well, I wouldn't even do that to be honest. I mean, if it's my husband, fine, but I'm not sharing like that with anyone else. Michelle's like, this is very wrong, but I'll eat it, and she starts digging in. So yeah, only Michelle and Kimmy are the ones that are like spooning out ice cream, and everyone else is just kind of like taking this all in. Like, what happened to Danny? Oh my gosh, he's covered in dirt. Was he rolling around in the mountain? <laughs> Dad, someone has to say it. You don't smell good. <laughs> Honey, I, I smell like nature. Like the mountains and the trees. You smell like a donkey to me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's just great to have you back. Oh. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. There we go. Danny, um. aren't you going to pick that up? <laughs> sure, next time I go out. See, everybody, I've changed all my priorities. You can say goodbye to Captain Clean, because from now on, I'm going to live my life totally natural. Hmm. Naked? <laughs> oh, great. Wait a second. Thank you. Start. Mmm. Something's up. What the heck is that? Yeah. That's not Danny. Uh, a man works up a powerful thirst riding a burrow. Dad, you're drinking from the milk carton. You said that was illegal. Well, the new law is, hey, <laughs> it's cool. Danny, were you kidnapped by the Grateful Dead? <laughs> hey, who's the tall, dirty guy? Who smells like a donkey? Hola, Giblerito. <laughs> is that really you? Well, I'll find out if it's the real him. The real Danny Tanner would not tolerate a nice glop of chocolate on this nice, clean refrigerator. There you go. What do you say to that? What do I say to that? <laughs> I say, hey, it's cool. <laughs> okay, yeah, that, that's fine. But some, what if somebody a little less mature came along and turn that little glop of chocolate into a smiley face, huh? Daddy, do something! Joey's making a mess! I'll do something. I'll add some hair. There we go. Oh, that's wild. Right. Food art on the fridge. I'll find out if it's for real. <laughs> oh my god! Oh no, it's a big old giant chocolate smear. Oh my god, all counters. Covered shirt. Okay, Mr. T, half a cow, 
and toss my rear out of here. Oh, Kimmy, I love your hijinks. Daddy, you're scaring me. <laughs> Don't worry, honey. Your dad's just a fun-loving guy. Not some psycho with a dust mop. Okay, red flag. Where did they come from? Why don't we have from? some ice cream? That'll be fun. Here we go. Everybody grab a spoon. No dishes? No, sweetheart. We're going to eat this right out of the carton. Mmm. There you go. You'd have to let that sit. That came out of the freezer. That ain't going to be easy to scoop out of there if it's been in the freezer. It's going to sit for like 20 minutes. So Danny comes into his bedroom and immediately starts attacking his bed, pulling the comforter down, messing up the pillows. And we see that Danny's room also has a fireplace. Not to mention, mention Jesse and Becky's upstairs, you know, attic apartment also has a fireplace. And now Danny's going to start attacking his closet and just taking stuff out of his closet. I'm surprised he didn't head to, like, I'm going to jump in the shower. No, that'll come after. <laughs> so... DJ, the fan, the family comes up and she, Dad, what are you doing? He's like, Oh yeah, I'm reorganizing my closet. I mean, what nut lived in here? Everything is color coded as far as the blue shirts are with the blue shirts, the other color shirts are with the everything is just organized by looks like color. There, um, the episode. I'm trying to think of the title. Um. The whole hole in the wall gang, that's the one that I think will be in the uh, sisters series when I do it. But it doesn't just go, it goes beyond color coordination. He actually has scheduled little notes on the inside of his cuff, shirt cuff, when he's scheduled to wear a certain shirt. Because DJ comes in, she wants to go to the mall, and like, hey, I'm going to grab one of dad's shirts. <laughs> ain't going to fit her. And, of course, Stephanie comes in because she's dressing like DJ. And it's like, oh, yeah, Dad's got another one just like it. Like, uh. But even still, it's like, yeah, it, it goes down all the way to he's scheduled to wear this on this date of next week or something. Joey is the one that finally brings up that, Danny, down in the kitchen, when you said cycle with the dust mop, where'd you get that from? It's clearly it dawns on, like, no, Danny was in the closet when they were having their I'm irritated with Danny support group hash. And Danny's like, oh, well, I don't know. And Joey's like, no, you know. You heard me say it. So Danny does admit that he was putting up shelf paper in DJ's closet while the family was having their little meeting in her room. And Jesse's like, ouch. It's like, no, guys, yeah, they don't have to feel guilty for what they were saying. I, They were irritated. It's, they're hashing it out. And, of course, Jesse's like, look, Danny, we're sorry. I mean, we're embarrassed by that. Yeah, but if he hadn't been listening to them, would they even be saying, would they even have brought this up? No. And Jesse's like, look, we didn't mean those things we said. We, we were just letting off a little steam. Danny's like, no, I mean, you said it. You, I mean, you hurt my feelings, but uh, what you said, you know, was was true. He says, you know, now I know how you really feel about me. It's like, dude, no, that's not how they really feel about you. You're telling me, Danny, that you never got angry at somebody and said some stuff, maybe not to their face, but when you're alone in your room and you've had those thoughts? 
that doesn't mean you really feel that way about that person all the time. That just means, like Jesse said, you're letting off steam because you're angry and you need to vent. It doesn't mean that's how you feel like about that person. And Danny's continuing with this, I've changed. Look, see, no more baking soda. And he, he pours it on the carpet? Why? Just throw it in the trash. I'm sure he's got a wastebasket somewhere in that room. You don't need to be spreading that on the floor. I mean, unless you do that and then you vacuum it up like it's supposed to make your carpet fresher. I don't know. Is that a thing? I have no idea. I mean, I've heard of, you know, putting the, the fridge and freezer type um, baking soda to keep, you know, your fridge and freezer sections or refrigerator smelling good. I've heard about that, but I've never heard of it being put, like, in a dresser or something. I'm sure that there are instances where you probably could do that. But, I mean, just looking at this spilled powder just makes me think, like, oh, there's a flea infestation. Here, let me put this powder on the carpet and vacuum it up or something. And Danny's like, look, you girls have a brand new dad. And they're like, but I don't want a new dad. Meanwhile, I don't know where Michelle is in all of this, but, uh... I think this would be a bit much for Michelle to handle. As far, no, this family needs to hash this out themselves. Michelle seems to only come in after everything, uh, after the air is finally cleared. Yeah, Stephanie's like, I don't want a new dad. Look, I'll chew every bite 24 times, just like you said. And she said, I just want my old dad back. Yeah, I mean, Danny doesn't have to change who he is. That, you know, he's Mr. Clean. But ease up once in a while, man. You don't gotta be all hardcore all the time with your cleaning. You see, he's putting ridiculous demands on their time. Like, oh, you clean the house in two hours? I don't think so. You should be cleaning it for at least six or eight hours. Like, no house needs that much time. I, my goodness. And Stephanie goes over and hugs her dad. And then DJ's like, so do I. And she goes over and hugs him. It's like, Danny, you're... Starting to, your um, personality change, you, like, you need to realize you're having an effect on your daughters here. They've been through enough with their mom dying. Now you're flip-flopping with your personality here. And it's just, it's confusing and it's frightening. I mean, if someone I knew have known them a certain way their whole life and they came in and they did a complete 360 and they're like a completely different person as far as, I, I just, I don't know if, if I'd be able to take that. I mean, it's one thing to change your behavior for your health and for good reasons, but to do it just, I don't know. Girls need something to be stay constant in their lives. I mean, I get that things change and everything, but just have something. They only have one parent left. And DJ's like, Dad, who cares if you're a neat freak? I mean, if it weren't for you, I'd never make my bed. About Joey's like, I want to get in on this. He puts a hand on Danny's shoulder and says, me neither. <laughs> and Danny looks around he's like, you guys really mean all this? Because those words really hurt him that they said out of anger. And I love Becky. I was like, Danny, of course we mean it. You keep this house running. And Danny, uh, Jesse's like, yeah, of course you do. I mean, you keep this place organized. There's nine people living here. If you didn't, it'd be total chaos. It probably would. So Danny does agree that he did go a little far the other day, that he has to find some type of balance between Mr. Clean and 
Sergeant Sludge. Or Captain Clean and Sergeant Sludge. Like, yeah, there is a happy medium. You just gotta find it. I mean, honestly, if they just did a little bit either each week or every two times a month, they wouldn't have to spend umpteen hours on the house because it would be done. They're just, everyone's doing their own little thing. Does the fireplace need to be cleaned every single weekend? I don't really think so. They're not using it that much. Stephanie's like, Dad, could you also maybe help Michelle find a balance this morning? She made my bed while I was still in it. Yeah, you need to, uh, yeah. And Danny's like, yeah, I better have a talk with my special little helper. Um, but first I want to vacuum out this bacon soda that's driving me nuts. That would drive me nuts. And I'd be like, I gotta clean that. That, I don't understand. Why is there a door that leads out of Danny's room? Like, a literal door leading out of Danny's room. To where? You open that door, you're falling one story to the ground. I don't understand. If there were a balcony there, I get it. But there isn't. And Jesse, finally someone said it. Like, uh, Danny, before you do that, can you do us all a favor and uh, take a shower? Danny's like, all right, I'll be right out. That would have been my first, if I'm going out in the, I mean, or even like sometimes when I go walking back when I, um, Walked in Michigan, I'd come home and my hair would smell like the outside. It's just like, ooh. Or like when you go swimming at a lake and you, you have that, like, beach smell. Like, the beach smell isn't always the greatest. Like, oh, God, I gotta feel clean again. Oh, man. What's Yeah, but you're jumping on your bed with dirty clothes. Oh, I'm uh, I'm unorganizing my closet. What kind of nut lived in here, huh? Hey, Danny, back in the kitchen when you said psycho with a dust mop, where'd you get that from? Oh, I don't know. Yes, you do. You heard me say it, didn't you? Okay, uh... Look, I was uh, putting shelf paper in DJ's closet when you all were having your little family meeting. Ouch. Listen, Danny, we're, uh, we're sorry. We're, we're embarrassed by that. We didn't mean those things we said. Uh, we just let off a little steam, that's all. No, no. What you said was true. And you, know, you hurt my feelings, but I'm glad I know how you really feel about me now. And, and I've changed. Let me show you. Watch this. No more baking soda in my sock drawer. There you go. You girls have a brand new dad. I don't want a new dad. I'll chew each bite 24 times, just like you said. I just want my old dad back. So why? Who cares if you're a neat freak? If it wasn't for you, I would never make my bed. Me neither. <laughs> you guys really mean all this? Danny, of course we mean it. You keep this family running. Yeah, you keep us organized. <laughs> and there's nine people living here. Without you, it'd be total chaos. You know, I think I went too far the other way. I gotta find a balance between Captain Clean and Sergeant Sludge. And could you help Michelle find a balance? <laughs> Today, she made my bed. And I was still in it. <laughs> 
guess I better have a talk <laughs> with my special helper. But you know what? I, I gotta vacuum up this begging soda first, because it's driving me crazy. Well, listen, before you do that, uh, do us all kind of a big favor. Take a shower. <laughs> okay. I'll be right out. So, Danny, post-shower, comes into Michelle and Stephanie's room and sees Michelle organizing her stuffed animals. Oh, she lines them up by height. She says they go from little to big. And Danny sits on uh, Stephanie's bed and asks Michelle, like, honey, why do you want your stuffed animals like that? And Michelle turns to face Danny and says, because they're neat and they're clean and that's the way you like them. Um, yeah, they, you definitely need to have a talk with her. But I like that Danny has a talk with Michelle and he explains to her, like, I understand that you like things neat and clean, but sometimes your dad likes things a little too neat and too clean. And he explains how too much of anything is not good. Of course Michelle's going to bring up ice cream. Even ice cream? I'm like, yeah, even ice cream. And Danny tells Michelle, I think you need to be a little less like your dad and a little more like your sisters. And Michelle is just surprised. Like, you want me to be a slob? And Danny laughs at I think, no, I don't want you to be a slob. But just because your dad think, likes things neat and tidy doesn't mean you have to like things like that. I'm surprised that he didn't just say, don't be like your dad, but be like you, not, oh, be like your sisters. Like, well, I know that Michelle is still only, like, five years old, but eventually, yeah, she's got to start doing things as to how she would like in her, forming her own individuality, as, you know, apart from, you know, her, her sisters and stuff. Danny says, honey, I just want you to be Michelle Tanner. She's like... I can do it. Danny is like, you sure you want your animals to sleep like that? Because we see that they, the toy chest that's been in there since DJ and Stephanie shared a room together is actually pushed up against that window there in the bedroom. And she's like, do you think my stuffed animals could sleep in my bed with me? And he's like, yeah, but you got to get in your bed first. That bed is going to be covered in stuffed animals. So apparently she's got some names for these animals. Uh, Blinky and Pookie is the mother and child um, kangaroo. Jimmy is a blue koala. They say Joe Bear. It's a polar bear with a blue ribbon. And the scene fades to black, so I don't know what the other names of the stuffed animals are. Michelle, I uh, think we have to have a little talk. <laughs> I lined up all my animals. They go from little to big. Sweetheart, why do you want your animals like that? Because they're neat and they're clean and that's the way you like them. Sweetie, come here. <laughs> Honey, I think it's wonderful that you want things neat and clean. But sometimes your dad likes things a little bit too neat and too clean. And too much of anything is not good. Even ice cream? <laughs> yes, even ice cream. Look, I think maybe you should be a little less like your dad, maybe a little more like your sisters. You want me to be a slob? <laughs> no, I don't want you to be a slob. But just because your dad likes things neat and tidy doesn't mean you have to be exactly like me. I just want you to be Michelle Tanner. I can do it. Oh, that's great. Now... Are you sure you want your animals to sleep like that? Could they sleep on my bed with me? Yeah, but only if you get in it. Go ahead, I'll throw them to you. Okay? 
Okay. There's Blinky and Pookie. There's Jimmy. All right, and that was the episode. I hope you all enjoyed it. All right, well, before I get into the best worst dress of the episode and the Tanner Teachable moments, let's take a look back at Goodbye, Mr. Bear, and a cup highlight a couple scenes from there, just showing uh, Danny's uh, Mr. Clean side. Good morning, troops. It is now 0700, <laughs> and it's time to attack the enemy. Grease, grime, slime, sludge, and that's just Joey's room. <laughs> Michelle with the, these model cleaning models, dirt bad. <laughs> Joey again with the chant, with the chanting. If we find dirt, we will attack, and we will get Danny off our back. <laughs> of course, the next scene I'm going to play here, of course, is with Danny and Michelle in the kitchen, and then Jesse comes in after Danny buffed the counter. Oh no, he waxed the counter. As you know, Jesse tends to do. He'll jump up and slide along the counter, like you waxed the counter. Like, yeah, and you just buffed it. Thanks, Jess. So, of course, <laughs> this is where Jesse ends up. As Danny says, you just broke the handle off my drawer. You ruined my kitchen. So it's like, whoa. <laughs> well, Michelle, my kitchen is immaculate. How you doing with your Oh. 
Oh my god, he looks like he's gonna punch him! <laughs> he's so mad! Oh, that is beautiful. So now I've played those sections of Goodbye Mr. Bear where Danny is also being his Mr. Clean crazy. I gotta, okay, I'm gonna ask you, which version of Danny do you think was the worst? Goodbye Mr. Bear or Trouble with Danny? I honestly gotta say, I think he was more so in Goodbye Mr. Bear. I mean, the fact that he's yelling at Jesse saying, you ruined my kitchen! Just because a handle broke off of one of the cupboards or one of the drawers. I was like, oh my goodness gracious sake. But we also see that the whole cleaning the logs thing carried over from season two into season five. Because we had Joey cleaning the logs. And in season five, we had Jesse who was like, clean the logs? <laughs> no, I don't think so. The way that Danny acts when he comes into the kitchen and sees all his cupboards and drawers are just, you know, not where they should be. They're missing. He literally, the look on his face, I literally thought he was going to 
hit Jesse. He looked that angry. I'm like, we didn't get, we did not get that in season five. This is more like the family dealing with Danny's overzealous cleaning nature that just. But yeah, I definitely gotta say, Mr. Clean Danny Tanner is worse in season two's Goodbye, Mr. Bear than in season five. It just seems, it almost seems like season two's Danny, this version of Mr. Clean is more, he's more aggressive, he's more like, oh, you better get this done, than in season five where it's like, hey, I can't believe you're done after two hours. And then Danny runs with his tail tucked between his legs after he hears the family uh, talking smack about him. I honestly, it's, gosh. You know, War of Danny Tanner from season two and season five. Which one would <laughs> which one would win? <laughs> season two, Danny Tanner, hands down, a hundred percent. What do you all think? Comment on the episode on the Facebook page. I, I will put up a post, and you you tell me which version is worse, season two or season five. Now for my best dressed, worst dressed of the episode. Worst dressed, I I honestly think. I'm going to give it to Kimmy. I mean, she does have kooky dress, you know, outfits and stuff like that. And some of them are cool, some of them are. I just, it, that dress, it felt a little too tight. It felt like it was very uncomfortable for Andrea Barber. Uh, let's see. Best, so that's worst outfit. Best outfit of the episode. I think I can. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to give it... I really thought that Nikki and Alex's little um, baby uh, rompers or overall... what It was really cute, like blue and orange type of outfits. I just... I, I'm going to give it to them. I thought those were adorable. And then runner-up for that one, I think I'm going to go t- with Stephanie's red shirt with the orange and... S- sleeved um collars that matched her peach orange socks and the black shorts that matched stephanie's black shoes runner up for worst i kind of want to give it to dj with that denim shirt she was wearing i mean i liked her hair was like in a in a french braid i thought that was cute but it's like eh. i don't know denim may work with some but not everybody Tanner teachable moments for this episode and pertaining to Danny is just like sometimes people get angry. They say stuff they don't mean. I mean, I know that words can hurt and everything like that, but don't change your entire personality just because someone isn't happy with something that you're doing. I know we've all been there. We've all been angry at someone for something. We've all said things under our breath, behind a person's back, you know, and just were complaining about somebody to somebody else. I'm sure we've all done that. And we don't do it because we utterly despise somebody. It's You have to let out steam once in a while. And that honestly is healthy because if you don't, that is going to build up and build up and build up till you say the wrong thing to the wrong person and it's going to be even worse. Just, yeah, allow your time, allow yourself cool down period. 
before you get so heated that you're going to explode. Allow yourself time to vent. Go to, you know, go out for a walk. Go, you don't have to go rent a burrow and go out into the mountains and have a cool down sesh. I mean, you can if you want to, but just, just take, as I say, take a walk, count to 10. You know, I, I thought this was a good, a very good Danny episode. I really, really did. I mean, yes, Danny was very, really irritated me this episode. It got on my nerves. It got on everybody's nerves. But I thought, honestly, this was a good, this was a good Danny episode. And I loved the side plot with the twins learning to crawl. I thought, at least, you know, we get that milestone. We don't get them saying mama for the first, or, or dada, or walking or something. Because we kind of speed past that and get, yeah. But uh, that was cute. And, I mean, those those are the twins that um, do, like I said, they get replaced at, after season five with Blake and Dylan, who we will know from season six on to season eight of Full House. So coming in early June, I will be kicking off the Reunion series with Full House Season 3, Episode 23, Fraternity Reunion, which aired April 27, 1990. Our fraternity reunion has Danny and Joey dressed in drag and in jail. Yeah. And then, of course, after that, we will be celebrating the birthday of the Olsen twins with Wrong Way Tanner. I hope you all have a wonderful weekend. And I will be back in June with more Full House and Fuller House episodes. If you'd like to email the podcast, again, that email address is omhcfhfhpodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you'd like to leave a review, you can do so on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. I know, same thing. Just search Full House Podcast or Fuller House Podcast. The Oh My Lanta Holy Chalupa is full... Full House, Fuller House podcast will show up in the search bar. All five-star reviews do help the podcast get noticed by other Full House and Fuller House fans like yourself. So, all right, everyone have a great weekend. Bye-bye.